Hi everyone, my name is Amy and I'm a current outreach director at Booster. I'm sitting here with Annabelle Pendaki to talk about her experience as an engineering student at Western. Um, Annabelle, how about you tell me about yourself? Yeah, thank, first, thanks for having me. Pleasure, pleasure to be here. So yeah, uh, my name's Annabelle, as you said. I'm currently a dual degree student. I'm in my third year of university, uh, pursuing the dual degree with mechatronics, systems engineering, and IV business. I, the two words most people used to describe me is that I'm very curious and passionate. Um, so yeah, the curiosity's led me to work experience in like a vast amount of industries. I started off in med tech. Then my next summer, I worked in like crypto and in carbon markets, which was super cool. And then this summer, I'm working in uh, like GM cybersecurity. Um, and then in between that in school clubs, just part of like the AI club, uh, do some robot things with my degree. And then uh, consulting also for like tech startups and doing some things in like the fintech space. Um, yeah, and then outside of school, I'm like super love, love to play sports, love to be active. So I'm like to surf if there's a beach, I like to play tennis. If there's a tennis court, I like to play soccer. If I can play, if I can find enough friends to play soccer with. Yeah, that's kind of, that's, that's a bit about me. Yeah, thank you so much for talking about yourself. Um, so I'd kind of like to probe you about your experiences. You mentioned that you had so many um, because of like how diverse your experiences were. What are some like mutual lessons that you've learned from it, despite the experiences being so different? Yeah, okay, great question. Um, the first big thing that I try to apply as much as possible is like this uh, first principles approach. Uh, any issue or any kind of situation that kind of comes forward with me, I want to kind of funnel it down to its first principle approach, basically what is like its core root cause or like the most simplistic form because I find um, now like a lot of things kind of get overcomplicated and it's hard to even see like what is like the bottom line that they're trying to get to so I find that that really helps me so first principles approach like coupled with like second order thinking which is then like thinking about the consequences of what you do especially in tech I think um, that is like really important because uh, even though you think your tech might work really well for like this one key use case, it's those edge cases that you really need to be um, aware of and cognizant of because even though it works for one population really well, it might actually like the downside for the other populations might be super bad. So uh, to be really introspective um, over kind of what you're innovating um, and stick really true to your like moral values uh, kind of no matter um, how exciting some sort of innovation can be, like making sure that you have a very holistic oversight of what the consequences could be for like very vast populations. And the second thing, which is um, like, is to really have like a long-term vision kind of just personally, because I find like when you're doing so many things and like working so hard, it's really easy to kind of just get obsessed with like the short term and then like really trip yourself up over little details in the short term um, that actually like don't really mean much in the long term so like holding like a long-term vision a keeps you motivated and makes you like not get as down on yourself when you do do a mistake in the short term because you're always going to do mistakes so with a long-term vision you're able to pick yourself back up because you're like oh wait there's something bigger in mind that I need to be pursuing I don't have the time to waste like over complicating how sad I should be about this situation so that's been a second big thing um the third thing which is like so critical is just optimizing for delight um, and just like making sure you're embedded in super positive environments, like only surround yourself with awesome people that make you feel good. In order to be good at doing that, obviously easier said than done is have a lot of high self-awareness, like just know like what energy you like to be around and what energy you don't like to be around and 
run away from the bad energy and even if you sometimes you you have to be with the bad energy just like I don't know if it's like you're in a class with them but make sure you have like good friends to support you through it um so yeah I think I'm optimizing for delight and being in super positive environments has like been one of those key success factors for me and like all of my work environments I only will work with like people I think are awesome and find are motivating and yeah give good feedback and stuff like that Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for that insight. So um, I guess that kind of segues into something that I know a lot of girls that want to pursue engineering are unsure about. And it's about like being surrounded by so many um, people that don't look like them in the industry that they're working in. Would you say like those three factors you mentioned are what helped you to also overcome this kind of struggle? Oh yeah, 1000%. And for me personally, I never perceived it as a struggle. Like I just always believed in myself. I was passionate about tech grade 12, like started to get like super interested in tech. And I was just like, yeah, I I, I want to learn more about it. So um, kind of just went about it. And um, like all those three things I said before, like optimize for delight. So have positive people, positive supporters, like all of my, most of my best friends right now are are guys but I don't really think about that the fact that they're guys versus girls like I just think like they're good people like using that first principles approach just like is their intent good like do they are they dedicated to this friendship like do they want to see us win and everything like that so not only I apply that to like my female and my male friendships and so kind of I guess using that first principles approach hasn't allowed me to really be good at uh, ensuring I'm in good environments supportive environments um but yeah there's gonna be the odd time where you do, I guess, feel kind of like that kind of imposter syndrome. It's really common for females. I definitely also felt it. Um, I don't know if maybe guys experience it too, but I haven't heard any guys really talk to it. Yeah, imposter syndrome is really common. So I think the big way to mitigate that is also just reach out to, to other girls or older guys, older girls that are just like, you know, they kind of help push you and think about that long-term vision that I was talking about uh, because they kind of pull you out of that like short-term gutter of like, oh, feeling like crappy about yourself, even though what you're doing is super awesome. Like just talking to someone older who's already like in industry or just already went through it, it kind of helps pull your head out of that gutter and uh, have more of a long-term vision that's been like super critical. Mm -hmm. Um, I think thinking long-term is definitely something we don't think about in the moment, but can be very beneficial in the future. And um, speaking of long-term, I think there's something to be said about how you initially get started into something, how you find your interest and how you find your passion in tech. How would you recommend someone actually first break into technology or if they're interested, but but they don't know what to do uh, to pursue it career-wise? Yeah, that's a great question. So I, I'll say, I guess I'll start with kind of my approach. It might be biased because it was based off my personality of like needing to be super passionate and like I'm a curious person now, so I need to be super passionate about something that I'm doing. So this is my advice given my personality. But uh, again, it all starts with high self-awareness, knowing yourself and then building a process out of that. So me knowing that I'm curious and passionate is first what I did is um, I tried to find like what industry I'm super passionate about. It's like I would be on YouTube binge watching like a bunch of different like Bloomberg videos or just any cool like tech YouTubers and stuff and just see what's happening in tech and like what catches my eye when I'm watching and like makes me excited versus what things don't really make me that excited. Um, and then so you just like YouTube binges and then um, but like it's fun honestly it was not like a burden I was like going on YouTube and like feeling like oh my god gotta get to work it was kind of just like before bed I was like oh like 
just like it's chill like it's fun and then second thing is is like I talk to a ton of older people that I found interesting I would ask like my friend of a friend like oh like can you connect me with this person and I just want to chat with them about kind of what they're doing what their interests are and why they're interested in it using that first principles approach understanding kind of why like what is the motivation behind it to its most fundamental core um and then once I was able to find kind of what I'm interested in, then like your passion just like carries you in terms of like being able to execute and have a good time executing. When you are passionate about something and you like kind of explain that to like a recruiter, whoever else is on the other side, like passion so contagious. I, people really, really enjoy it and are very accepting to it. If you're super passionate about a role, there's a high chance you're going to get it. Um, so yeah, so for me it was first finding what, like cultivating kind of a passion for an industry like my industry set is like so vast and is like from crypto carbon markets to robots to medtech and all of these like different things cybersecurity. like but what I did was just first like oh what am I super interested in and like what would be cool like what am I interested in and then I could just then I just let my passion carry me um and then I would talk to more people learn more about it I guess for grade 12 or first year like a really good low like not stressful but like good way to get into it is try doing research at university um apply to NSERC that's what I did uh yeah research is a great way to start and it's not as intimidating as a corporate world um and then yeah it's a good way to build a base yeah I think that advice could be very helpful I for one did not even know what NSERC was until <laughs> just now um it seems as if you're very like like very much a go-getter, very much um, a lots of visions, lots of things happening, many projects at once. Um, do you find yourself like getting overwhelmed with everything that's going on? Is there something that helps you to stay grounded in what you're doing and in the moment right now? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I always have like many things going on simultaneously that are very like different. So I have to like really be good at like switching gears and stuff. And yeah, it totally does get overwhelming at times but um I guess to stay grounded one of the big things this is a more of a recent thing that I've done that has been helping me a lot probably in the last like month my favorite book ever that was recommended to me by uh one of the coolest people I've ever spoken to uh Joelle Faulkner um is Man's Search for Meaning it's like a psychiatrist holocaust survivor who talks about kind of his key lessons from the Holocaust and it, it, the title of the book is just like, what is the meaning to it all? So I really like it. It's a super grounding read um, because I mean, it just shows like when man is stripped of everything, what, what is the purpose? And that's super grounding because it just shows you to really just enjoy everything that you have in front of you and do your best. Um, so that's a big thing. And then I guess another thing I do to stay grounded is Actually, recently I've been like really getting close with like my parents and like talking to them about things just because they've seen me from such a young age grow into where I am at now. So they have a very like holistic uh, understanding of me and are able to give like very uh, kind of applicable advice given like how well how well they know me. And the last thing is always maintaining that long term vision. Um, and like everything I mentioned before, long-term vision, first principles and optimizing for delight. That's that's kind of yeah, that's a mix. I really appreciated, um, first of all, the media. I haven't heard anyone say that um, a specific type of media really grounds them. And I think that's mm -hmm. really important for people to find their own media that helps them specifically. Like that book really helps you. And I'm sure that there's books or podcasts or videos or anything that helps like other people in 
their own way. And I think, um, I think those are some really good words of wisdom to leave our booster network with. Is there anything else you would like to share that you haven't already mentioned about um, your experiences or what you're passionate about? Yeah, I guess some other like things to say is like believe in yourself like that that is really important uh believe in yourself just as like the individual being that you are or not um that like don't try to like remove as many titles as possible just like be you you're Amy and like I'm Amy and I'm gonna do this I'm not Amy with like these other like titles and preconceived things about me I'm just Amy and I'm doing my best and I'm here to show up and you know execute that that's a really important thing um and uh, I, I'll say it again, just like cultivate good environments, positive environments, because you just feel like in good environments are people that like spike curiosity in you, motivate you, uh, then also give you feedback, both like positive and negative. Receiving feedback is like super critical. Um, being able to receive negative feedback to no areas of improvement, but then also positive feedback is also always uh, really important in order to kind of have that energy to keep going. So have people around you that you feel comfortable to receive both positive and negative feedback. And the last thing that's really important is that when you reach out and talk to people, A, um, always be critically thinking in your own brain kind of uh, about advice because advice is always going to be biased based off of like that person's experience. So when you receive advice, like think for yourself, be like, okay, how does this apply to like my type of the person that I am and I'm different than this person. So how what could I apply it to me? Like think critically of everything that, that you receive. And then also um, always try to take advice from people. Like when you're seeking advice, seek advice from people that are more successful than you in that specific domain or that are the most successful in that specific domain like my mom I go to her for certain advice but I never go for advice about like gardening because she sucks at like planting so I would not go to her advice about planting but I'll go to her for advice about other things so just um yeah seek advice from people more successful than you in that specific industry well, thank you so much for telling me about your experiences and how you've grown in the past like how many years you have been experiencing tech. Um, thank you so much for sitting down to talk to me and I'm sure our Booster Network will surely appreciate what you've had to say and the words of wisdom that you've given us. Thank you. No problem and feel free to reach out to me, anyone um, on LinkedIn or wherever. Um, yeah, I'm happy, happy to communicate with the next gen of engineers or even if you're my age or older than me, I'm always interested to chat with, chat with people. So yeah, feel free to uh, yes, shoot me a message.